0: so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Welcome to another episode of Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host, In this episode, we're going to talk about a subject that has been of discussion within the Christian um, sect, as they say, and uh, that um, question or that we have been dealing with for so many years is um, uh, the subject of uh, justification by works versus uh, faith in Jesus Christ, and this Discussion or topic was one that the disciples had to deal with in their time. And I believe that they have answered that through the Scriptures. And um, uh, just by Paul stated by Revelation that he got his um, interpretation of the Scriptures uh, because the Bible tells us that when he got saved that he actually went to Arabia for about three years before he went and saw any of the, um, the apostles um, that were with Jesus. But uh, this particular subject of justification by faith, uh, by works versus faith, um, uh, Paul had dealt with it in the book of Romans. Um, I mean, Uh, The book of Galatians actually deals specifically with this particular incident. And so what I want to do is to take uh, this and uh, deal with it in this particular podcast so that we can, I think we need to move on from this because as believers, uh, we could see all through the scriptures that the Bible tells us that we are justified by faith. And, uh, we will use some of, um, Abraham's life and, um, uh, to take a look at him because the Bible calls him the father of faith. Uh, the scripture declares that the just shall live by faith. And so, if the just is to live by faith, then, um, we ought to live by faith and not by works. And so, but there's a scripture also that says, uh, faith, without works is dead. But this particular works that we're talking about is that of uh, justification by faith for salvation. Uh, For uh, faith without works is truly dead. You have to then have your, um, and we could see that within uh, Abraham's life as we've been studying the blueprint of faith. It tells us that uh, Abraham did not consider his body now dead. Yet, nor the deadness of Sarah's womb, um, because they had, to, God had given them a promise. And, uh, uh, in order for that promise to become manifested, they had to do something. And, um, they engaged in, uh, the process of making love in order for that child to be born. So, uh, God could have given them that promise. Until they did something, that child would have never come. And that's what the scripture says. They didn't consider their bodies now dead, nor the deadness of Sarah's womb. So uh, they didn't look at the natural. But uh, they believed God. And um, as a basis of their belief, they uh, began to walk by faith and and acted uh, on that belief. And so I want to take a little at some time and uh, take a look at galatians um i actually entitled this um this podcast basically from galatians chapter 3 verse 4 where it talks about um uh, how uh Uh, False brethren uh, came into the gospel, came into the church. um, To the title that I took is uh, to spy out our liberty, which we have in Christ Jesus, uh, that they may bring us to bondage. But they, uh, we have tremendous liberty within um, salvation. I remember as a young boy, um, were we were taught in church. You can't do this. You can't dress this way. You can't do that. You can't speak this way. You can't act this way. And um, I've heard many people say one of the reasons why they don't um, want to walk in the Christian path is because it's boring, and um, and that's because they don't understand uh, the liberty um, that we have Uh, in Christ Jesus. And so there is tremendous benefit. Uh, There's a scripture that tells us that we partake of our divine nature of God through the promises uh, that were given to us. So uh, these are things that we get to do as believers to partake of divine nature. And so um, let's begin uh, taking a look at uh, the subject of justification Uh, by works uh, uh, versus faith because again as I mentioned Paul had to deal with this within the church of Galatia. Uh, Paul had um, gotten saved. He had traveled to Galatia to uh, preach the gospel. He preached the gospel, and then what happened was some of the Jews got into as he said in verse uh verse chapter uh chapter two, verse four, that they kind of sneak in to spy out our, our um our our freedom within Christ. And these teachers began to teach something other than what Paul had taught, and Paul had taught was that justification through faith and not justification through work. And he makes a statement about this, and I think uh, we ought to pay attention to what he says um, because he talks about. preaching another gospel. Let's take, I'll talk. start with Galatians chapter 1, verse 7 says, um, uh, let's start with 6. I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be a curse. Verse 9. As we said before, so I now say again, if any man preach another gospel unto you, than that You have received, let him be a curse. And so, what gospel did um, Paul preached? Um, And so, we are going to take a look at that gospel that he preached. And that gospel was basically, um, you would have salvation through faith and not of works. And so, because the Bible tells us if we... Are able to obtain it by works, we would boast. But uh, let's continue and um, just follow as Paul began to teach. And so, in basically in chapter 2 of uh, Galatians, Paul is rehearsing and telling them about his um, conversion, how he he did not uh, communicate with any of these guys once he, he got saved. That he went directly into uh, Arabia. He went away from them, and um, he then uh, came, and then he went and he visited uh, Peter and I believe James. After I believe he said three years, uh, he went and uh, uh, you know introduced himself to them and so forth, and. Um, Then he comes back again, and um, uh, he goes to Jerusalem, and he's hanging out with these guys. And Peter has been um, uh, hanging out with the Gentiles, quote-unquote, the unbelievers um, and not the Jews. And so um, Paul had to uh, deal with Peter as well, because Peter um kind of um, slip back into uh um, the justification by works versus uh um, salvation meaning that uh, they were arguing about him that uh about you know you have to be a Jew first before you can get saved and all this kind of stuff and um I'm going to I'm going to take uh some time and show you that uh, Abraham, before Abraham uh, became quote unquote a Jew, which was in Genesis chapter seventeen, that he got uh, the sign of Judaism and so forth, his circumcision when he began when he got circumcised. Um, that was when you could claim or, or say that he became a Jew. But before that, this man was a Gentile. And uh, I'm going to show you that he obtained all of his promises that he got before he became, quote-unquote, a Gentile, a Jew, living under circumcision. So the argument that these guys had, um, and which Paul began to show them, was absolutely madness because, um, Abraham, uh, um, was, the scripture tells us that he, he believed God and it was accredited unto him as righteousness. And so that belief, I think we see that scripture that is in Genesis chapter 15. And that was before he became righteous in 15, before he got circumcised. So that it was what Paul was trying to, to, bring to these, uh, men to show them that, uh, to now revert back to that is foolishness. It just simply puts you in bondage and bondage to what? Uh, bondage to the law, because the argument here was that you have to follow the law versus the grace of God, which is much more freedom. And, um, uh, that's where they were trying to put the people back in bondage. And, uh, uh, we can, uh, the law basically was that was was given in the Old Testament with um, Moses when Moses came down from the mountain. And so, uh, and we all know the history of that, that the children of Israel were in bondage for 400 plus years. God comes, uh, sends um, Moses to deliver them. Uh, he delivers them out of, um, from bondage. And so for all their lives, basically, they were living under the rule of the Egyptians. And so their laws was much different uh, than what God wanted them to, to to behave how God wanted them to behave. And so God had given to Moses uh, what they call and what we call the Ten Commandments. And Ten Commandments was given to basically uh, help um, uh, to uh, change behavior, um, to make uh, this uh, group of people now began to behave a certain way. And the Ten Commandments is given, you can read that in Exodus chapter 20, uh, where it lists that the law now comes into into action. And so before the law came, Abraham was before the law. So Abraham uh was righteous before the law and um, as i mentioned to you uh paul spent much of his time arguing um and i don't want to say arguing uh proving his point uh based on that information and so he began to address uh this that was happening in within the church uh, the early church and so uh, he had to, um, uh, he actually, he talks about facing Peter man to man, face to face, um, uh, to deal with this particular situation. And so, uh, uh, and he makes a statement, as I said earlier, that if anyone preaches another gospel, he becomes a curse. And so, uh there are lots of teachers and religions out there that are telling you that you have to be justified by works and i say that is not so because the scripture says it's not so and i want to side with the scripture verses siding with any type of religion um because uh, uh the word of god is um uh is very powerful but um Uh, the tradition of men makes the word of God to none effect anyway. So Mm -hmm. the traditions of men are much more powerful. And so we look at uh, Paul as Paul begins to talk about some of this thing that he, you know, again, he was giving his his history. He was brought up in, uh, quote unquote, Judaism. He excelled. He was um, uh, more... Uh, aggressive than in learning and um, enacting their belief on the Christian because he says that uh, he persecuted uh, the church of God and wasted it as he makes his own statement, which was in chapter 1, verses um, uh, 13. He says, For you have heard of my conversion in time past, in the Jews' religion, how that beyond measure I persecuted the church of God and wasted it and profited in the Jews' religion above many my equal in my own nation being more exceedingly zealous of the traditions of my fathers. And so um, as he begins to, to lay out his case He tells them that he was, um, that when it pleased God, God separated him from his mother's womb and called him by his grace. He then tells you that in verses, uh, chapter two, that 14 years after he went up, uh, to Jerusalem, but he went this time with Barnabas and Titus with him and, um, he went up by revelation uh, to communicate onto the gospel. He actually went to these guys to to double check with them. In other words, if he was preaching the right um, the right gospel, and that he he was af- he was um, afraid that he may um, have been preaching for so long in vain. So he just went to check with these guys, and so um, he uh, encounters, as I mentioned, Peter. Um, and he began to face Peter when Peter had a situation. He says, but counterwise, when they saw that the gospel of uncircumcision was committed unto me as the gospel of the circumcision unto Peter, uh, and this is when he had the conversation with the apostles and they said, okay, Paul, uh, we see that uh, you have the anointing for the Gentiles and Peter has the anointing for, uh, to preach the gospel to the Jews. And so they separated them and began to do that. And so, um, and if you go and you look at ch- uh, chapter two, verses uh, 11, you see where the incident where Peter be- is wronged and, um, he begins to face Peter and says, no, he says, you, um he even asked Peter, he says if you weren't able to handle the law and live by the law um uh, how come you now trying to put that on these new converts that are not jewish and so i uh, used to he, he, came face to face with Peter and told him, you are wrong. Uh, you, you became justified by faith. So why are you making them go justify to try to keep the law? And so he begins to tell him that the law was given so that we can, uh, it was, given to us by Moses to point us to Christ because he says if you are guilty of one if you broke one of those commandments he says you're guilty of all of them so uh, it puts light on us and our behavior so um, uh, this is the group of people that Jesus came up against the ones that were pushing the law pushing the law And he was trying to bring to them grace, the freedom that we have in grace and uh, freedom that uh, uh, comes with that because Paul begins to tell us that um, uh, the promised seed that was Jesus Christ, that through that seed, that uh, because the promise the Bible tells us was to Abraham's seed, not Abraham's seeds. And that seed that came was Jesus Christ and when paul makes a statement when he became born again uh, when he he became born again it's not him that's you know it's the life of christ so now we have become that seed through christ jesus and as we now believe become that seed what was promised to god to abraham was also promised us we have received the blessing through that um uh through faith in jesus christ and so um if you continue to read chapter three chapter uh two and three basically talks about Again, I was mentioning about Paul when he's talking about the life now that he lives is lived through Jesus Christ. That is seen in verse 20. He says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself to me. And so that's uh, uh, what he's talking about. And he talks about, you know, if we were to do everything by works, then Christ has died in vain. Uh, Everything that God has taught us is is all, all, you know, vain and is wrong because Uh, If we can attain it by work, for the scripture says, if we could have done that, we would have boasted." And so, um, uh, God, uh, none of us, because we are not able to do that, number one, because if we could have uh, done everything by works, as I mentioned to you, uh, the fact that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him, in him should not perish and have everlasting life. That scripture and the action that God did would have been madness. Because why would you need to have your son come and die on a cross if I can do it on my own? And so the fact that uh, we can't do it on our own because, as I mentioned, we would both imagine the person who could have obtained... Um, uh, perfection and salvation and justification. Without uh, uh, that, without uh, God, he would stand on the highest um, mountain top and make sure that uh, everyone knows about it. Um, and also, uh, he would uh, um, boast for you know, and probably set up a school so that he could train you and I. To do the same thing so that we can boast just as much as he can, and so the scripture tells us that none of us can do it and so um, again, if it was the fact that we could have done it, it would have been contrary to to the scriptures because the Bible tells us that Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness and so um, uh, so that uh, uh, we are now. Um, uh, through faith uh, have are become the children of Abraham. And um, as I mentioned to you before, that if you go and take a look at, uh, and study for yourself, you'll see that um, yeah, yeah, Abraham was not, he was still basically, if you want to say, a Gentile. And um, in, in, as you study the word, and especially when you go into Genesis, and he had believed God and got all, you know, in Genesis 15, 6, 15, 6, I believe it is, uh, it says that we are told that uh, Abraham believed God, and it was reckoned to him as righteousness. And so, um, uh, if, uh, and again, when you go and you take a look at uh, his life, you'll see that it was in Genesis uh, chapter uh seventeen verses twenty four i believe is when quote unquote you could technically say that um that he became um uh, a a jew which was somewhere i think is fourteen to sixteen years um uh, before he had he was accredited to him as righteousness in verses 15. It's so it's been 14 years since that passage. It proves to you and I that uh, Abraham was justified by faith and not by works. And so um, uh, uh, God's word, you can look at the book of Romans, and uh, there are scriptures all over the Bible, it uh, talks about uh, how we are justified by faith. I believe, um, uh, one that I know of in, in Habakkuk that I could remember is Habakkuk 2-4. And it talks about, um, about faith and, uh, how, you know, we are justified by faith versus, uh, works. And, um, we need to have this settled in our life because when you and I do something, uh, when we step out of uh, um, the will of, of God, and we try to naturally try to work our way back in there, and He's saying, "Uh, uh-uh, it's by it's by faith, you know. It's not you it, it can't you can't work your way back into that to have a, your right relationship with God. You will never have a right relationship with God outside of faith, and." Um, uh, so, I think the scripture is in Habakkuk chapter 2, verses uh, 4, I believe. It says, Behold, his soul, which is lifted up, is now upright in him, but the just shall live by faith, or by his faith, the scripture says. And so, that is... Um, uh, um, the, the the crux of it all that the just shall live by faith, and uh that 's what I wanted to talk to you guys you know to let 's settle this thing as far as um justification by works, and you will never be able to do it if you 're fallen, you go to God ask for forgiveness, and um you will be justified uh, titus three seven that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Uh, The book of Romans is an excellent book when dealing with justification by faith. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Galatians 3.24 says, Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto uh, unto Christ that we might be justified by faith. As I mentioned, that that's what the law is there for. Romans 5 1 through 21 talks about justification by faith. Romans 3 28, Romans 8 30, Philippians 3 9, 1 Corinthians 6 11. Romans 5 9, Romans 4 2, Romans 4 25, Romans 10 1 through 21. Um, these scriptures all through the Bible uh, deals with the subject of justification by faith and that uh, we ought to come before God, realize our weaknesses, and um, uh, step out and believe God for what he has done for us, and so that... uh, we can partake of his divine nature. The scripture tells us we partake of his divine nature. And so um, it is very important that salvation is a part of his divine nature so that we can get out of the mess that we find ourselves in and um, all the other things that Jesus did for us through uh, faith and um, uh I want to encourage you guys to, to know that, uh, Jesus, uh, loves you. Uh, he died for you. The father set up a plan, knew that, um, what was going to happen in the garden and he took care of it, uh, so that we can overcome. He gave us, he knew that this was going to happen. And so he gave us this ingredient that, um, through this ingredient now, we are able to overcome everything. It tells us in Hebrews, for by faith we believe the world that were created. Uh, it tells us, and I showed you guys about, uh, in the last episode about it talks about our the, uh, um, heroes of faith, and I went through a list of them. And so they didn't get overcome by, by works. They overcame by faith. And the scripture says that the just shall live by faith. And so if we considered ourselves just, uh, just being, we have believed who Jesus is, that he died on the cross, he rose again on the third day, that he um, he's seated on the right hand of the Father. Uh, we believe in the power of the Holy Spirit, that He came on the earth, and He's been on the earth since uh, when He showed up on, on on the day of Pentecost, and He's here to help us to obtain and do the things that we need to do to, um, to make sure that we are uh, the children of God. And uh, the thing about being a child is that... Um, Uh, When it comes to a parent, your child is never perfect, but a parent's love is something else. And so uh, we see that all through the scriptures when it talks about the prodigal son. We saw, um, I mentioned to you John 3.16, the sacrifice that God did for our behalf um, the sacrifice that Jesus did on our behalf, the sacrifice that the Holy Spirit did on our behalf. We saw that Abraham, when he, uh, he believed that God was able to, to uh, raise up the dead. And so when God told him to, um, to take his son to the mountain to, to, to offer him up as a sacrifice. Abraham actually believed that God was capable of raising him from the dead. So he had no uh, problem going up and sacrificing his son. And so, uh, that's why the scripture says Abraham believed God and it was cre- accredited. To him as righteousness. So these are the things he believed God when God said, Leave your homeland and follow me, and I will, um, I will take you out of this and make you a father of many nations. He believed God, uh, when God, uh, uh, told him many things. And so you and I have to do the same in our life to continue to believe God for everything that the, We have need of, and it's all laid up in the scriptures. I guarantee you, and I challenge you to go into the Bible. You'll find scriptures on all, on every need that mankind have. And, uh, you take those and you stand on those words, those scriptures, and believe uh, God is, as the scripture says, that he, um, Abraham believed God, and he believed Him until uh, the final product was that God was able to do what He said He was going to do. And so, um, I urge you guys to um, get before God, find your promise of in your situation, and uh, change it. And um, so. Uh, Until next time, it's been my pleasure uh, to go over this subject. I wanted to make sure that we understand that it's by faith and not by work. So get that out of your head. You cannot do anything to earn anything from God except to believe and love Him. And from that relationship, you will start to behave a certain way. You will start to speak a certain way. You will start to act a certain way. And that is freedom, and that is all done by choice. And so um, uh, again, uh, this is Ken promise at the Blueprint of Faith, and my goal is to teach you how to receive the promises of God that He has for your life. Thank you. Um, I uh, I ask you to invite your friends, church members, family members, anyone to subscribe to the podcast. And um, uh, those that uh, want to have any more questions or whatever, you can touch me, uh, contact me through my email. And um, uh, looking forward to hearing from you guys. And uh, remember, uh, uh, faith is to help you to get and receive all the promises of God. That you may partake of his divine nature. Until next time. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming by. Please subscribe, and if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. You can do this by hitting the heart button. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.